Hey again, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how jealous are you? LSU are you today? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, you, know, you know what today is? Today is the first day of next season. And I think I might have said that after the Michigan game, but no, now today is for real. Today is the first day of next season. The season is over. There's no college, the next college football thing to look forward to is signing day. And after that, spring practice. So I'm just excited about our roster, about recruiting and uh, putting a team on the field next fall that will hopefully be healthy. And uh, I'm focused on that. Uh, Congratulations to LSU. Another win for the SEC. More proof, as if we needed it, that the SEC remains the best conference in college football with the best teams. How about the fact that LSU crushed Oklahoma and Clemson? Uh, uh, Auburn played LSU to three points. Alabama played LSU uh, to within five points. Um, SEC's a tough league. LSU proved again last night. So let's just uh, move forward and be the best team we can be. And how big is that Alabama at LSU game going to be next November? Especially when LSU is quarterbacked by one De'Ara King, who is in the transfer portal from Houston. Um, That's just my prediction. I mean, I assume he ends up there or possibly Oklahoma, but Oklahoma has Spencer Rattler, who was the number one QB a couple years ago. So I don't know necessarily that that he's going to go there. Um, But there is talk that he may be going to Arkansas too, which would – at least make Arkansas a more viable candidate to not go winless. Uh, Do you think this is the best season a team's ever had? I don't know necessarily this is the best team in NCAA history. I do think it's the best season any team has ever had in NCAA history. I don't doubt it. I mean, my favorite stat that I've read so far is I think in the preseason poll, I'm going to butcher this a little bit, but in the preseason poll, Clemson was one. Alabama two, Georgia three, Oklahoma four, LSU beat all of them, all of them. Yep. And see, that's the thing about the playoff, and I will give the playoff, sometimes I'll rip on the playoff, but I will give it this level of props here. The playoff has forced the championship team. You used to be able to, I mean, BYU won the national championship in 1984 because they beat some mediocre Pac-12 team in the Holiday Bowl. Um, the, the, no, they the, beat Michigan. They beat Michigan. They beat me, Michigan. Okay. And, and and that's how they won the national championship. And Michigan, by the way, was, to my knowledge, wasn't ranked number one or anything like that. Uh, it was just. Yeah, I think they were a five loss Michigan team, either four or five loss. Exactly. They certainly weren't the Big Ten champion in the Rose Bowl. They would have been in a different bowl than the Holiday Bowl. But my point is the playoff does force you, hey, the champion has to win minimum two really big games. <laughs> I mean, really big games against top four teams. So that's why I think the modern national champions put together such great seasons because you're now forced to play a couple of top four teams at the end. That used to just not be the case. To, to, to say nothing of your conference championship game, none of those existed before 1992. So if you're an SEC team, I mean, look who LSU had to beat at the end. I mean, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Clemson, all all top five teams. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think maybe it is the greatest season of all time, not just who they beat, how they beat them, how pretty they look, how they weren't really challenged. Uh, their closest game was the game against Auburn. 
Uh, I watched that game. At no point did I think Auburn was going to win. Uh, Auburn was in it, but I never thought they were going to win it. Alabama pushed LSU to till the very end, an onside kick, even at the end. But I would also admit that at no point did I think Alabama was overcoming the hole that LSU put them in at the end of the first half. Um, so, you know, were they challenged? Not really. This was just – they got down double digits last night, but I, I think they had some misfortune to start the game. They dominated Clemson after that point. Uh, I don't I, – I think you said it well, Luke. Not the greatest team of all time, but uh, but they put together the greatest season uh, that I can remember, and I'm biased for Alabama, but I'd easily stack it up against any of these uh, Saban National Championship teams. No, I agree. Um, defensively, they, they aren't elite necessarily, although in the second half, they looked elite last night, and they've got some elite players. Now it's going to be interesting to see what LSU juniors come out um, that's certainly going to have a big effect on Alabama and how right. successful they'll be next year. I mean, look, and um, next year it, it's going to be a lot tougher gauntlet for Alabama. I mean, if Alabama were to pull a 15-0 record next year, having beaten Georgia, winning at LSU, beating Auburn, beating USC, um, at Tennessee, who I've seen in preseason polls now ranked as high as number 15, um, wow. I mean, that would be a thing. So, and then also not to mention, you'd be beating Lane Kiffin and beating Mike Leach at their respective Mississippi schools. So uh, next year could be a lot of fun when we're quarterbacked by my favorite to win the quarterback job, Mr. Bryce Young. Jimmy, did we lose you? Oh, there you are. Sorry, sorry, you disappeared on me somehow. And it just now came back in. I don't know what happened. You there? Okay, no sweat. Yeah, did you get that? Did you get all that? I got the first. 20 seconds of it, and then you just totally disappeared on me. Okay, so well, I have no idea if that's going to make it in the podcast or not. I'll try to edit this, but if you follow this podcast religiously, you know editing, that's not where I'm a Viking. Um, <laughs> so, Jimmy, Najee Harris, let's skip yes. over to that for a minute. Um, it looks like he's just back at school, no announcement. I mean, I guess he's just back, right? I mean, if he's going to school, I mean, make your own judgment. I mean, why would you if you're coming out, then you're training with uh, the training agency that your agent hooked you up with. He's not training; he's going to school. Sounds to me like he's sounds to me like he's going to school and staying in school. Uh, we've always heard from our sources inside the program he is likely to stay, and uh, that from all appearances he is. So, as far as I'm concerned, uh, with just a few days before the deadline, uh, as of this exact moment. Let's just hope Najee likes all his professors, you know, in this particular semester and he doesn't go to class and go, I'm not listening to this shit all semester. I'm, I'm just going yeah. to the NFL. So let's hope he likes yeah. his professors <laughs> or he doesn't go to a class and there's like three girls in the, in the same class that he hooked up with. And he's like, oh, geez, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be this awkward this whole semester. I'm just going to the NFL where, the, where that never happens. Yeah, we- Yep. We need to make sure we, we hook him up with classes he likes, like, um, you know, Defenders I Have Left Over or 101 <laughs> or The Female Anatomy or, you know, some, some pretty cool classes. Not, not None of this shit I took when I was in Alabama. <laughs> the history of people from San Francisco that went to school at Alabama, stuff like that. Yeah, there you he, go. he would know a yeah, lot about that. 
he would. He would be – you talk about places you'd be a Viking, that would be him. Um, and, and we're just hopping around now because, again, I'm on the road driving in this – I mean, it's never going to stop raining. It is – it's just never going to stop. It is raining, and it's just raining and raining and raining. And everybody in Alabama knows exactly what I'm talking about. But um, so did you happen to watch the Kansas City-Houston game by chance? The Chiefs and the Texans, did I watch that? Well, first of all, Derrick Henry, you know, went off. We talked about that. But the Chiefs and the Texans game was the damnedest NFL game I think I've ever seen. I watched – here's the unfortunate part for me. Uh, I watched the beginning of the game, and I watched the Texans race to a 24-0 lead, I think. I turned the game off and put on a movie – at the exact moment the Texans went up 24 nothing. So when my movie was over and I flipped the game back on and it was basically the fourth quarter was almost over, I was among the more shocked people in America because when I turned that game off, it was a mauling. Uh, mostly the Chiefs, you know, it was their own errors blowing up in their face. It wasn't like the Texans were just mowing them over. The Chiefs were making error after error, and, and it just started adding up and snowballing. But, no, I did not see any of the Chief comeback until I watched the highlight package. Uh, but, man, uh, yeah, I turned it off. It was 24 nothing Texans. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I thought the game started at a different time than it started, so I turned it on late. And when I turned it on, I, I flipped it on. It takes my TV a second to come on, and, you know, all the direct TV to flash up and whatever. And so I turned it on and I turned my back and it's like 21 nothing Texans. I'm like, what the hell? Um, and so I go take the trash out, um, do a couple of things in the basement, um, you, you know, just a couple of little odd and in household chores, come back up. It's 28-24 and it's not halftime yet. It, it was, and then from that point on, I was glued to the TV. I was like, "This is the damnedest thing I've ever seen." I mean, this yeah, is but bananas. It, I, sh- I should have been more detailed. It was twenty-four nothing uh, Texans. I couldn't believe it. Uh, uh, the wife and I planned to watch a movie uh, at some point when when I was kind of done with football, and, and I'm like, "What's well, twenty-four nothing? Let's let's just go ahead and start that movie." And we watched Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. That's what we watched. So I say that to say after I watch Joker and turn the game back on and the Chiefs are now lead, you know, 55 to 30 or whatever it was, I would say that that was the most shocking thing of the afternoon, not the Joker. I was more shocked by the score of what was going on in that Chiefs game than I was anything in the movie, which, as we all know, contains one shocking thing after another. But not as shocking as the turnaround in the uh, Chiefs-Texans game. So congratulations to one Reggie Ragland on that team. Um, he moves on to play in the AFC Championship game against Derrick Henry. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, there'll be some Bama on Bama violence there. There'll be some Bama on Bama violence there. There. Reggie's Henry's on the kind of run, run like, like no other NFL running back's ever been on. I mean, he's the first running back in NFL history to have three games in a row of over 180 yards. Um, and he's done it essentially in three straight playoff games. I mean, the game against Houston, the last regular yeah. season game they had, if they had lost it, they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, so it was a playoff game for real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, 
a lot of fun to watch him right now. And then on the other side, of course, you have Green Bay with J.K. Scott in San Francisco with no battle players. So I'm definitely pulling for uh, Green Bay. Yeah, I'm for J.K. Scott and Green Bay in that game. I'm for J.K. Scott and Green Bay in that game, although I admire uh, the 49ers rebuilding job. The 49ers were just really the worst. It felt like the 49ers were the worst team in football yesterday. And in the blink of an eye, now they're one of the best teams in football. So great job there by the general manager, John Lynch, and, and in rebuilding that roster practically overnight. Uh, unbelievable job of Jimmy Garoppolo, who who has proven that, that, that he's not just a legitimate NFL starter. He's elite and a winner. And uh, so it's, so in, th- in that sense, it's uh, the 49ers story is cool, but they don't have any bammers and the Packers have J.K. Scott. So uh, go Pack. Um, and we got to hop around a little bit because I don't know that we'll get to a podcast tomorrow because I've got the flight in New York. Um, but so Alabama, Auburn tomorrow night in Tuscaloosa, Anthony, uh, yeah, Anthony McLemore uh, for Auburn earlier this year said something like Tuscaloosa is my favorite place to play. Uh, you know, I guess intimating that, um, they kick our ass, which they've kind of done of late. <laughs> and, um, Nate Oates had a little bit of a comeback, said, we'll see if it's his favorite place tomorrow night. You know, I appreciate the bravado of Nate Oates, but right now I'm I'm kind of like, let's just win and not worry about what the hell Matthew is saying. Yeah, they've sort of earned the right to uh, to trash talk. And, and, and the thing I, thing I always say about the trash talking is just back it up. You look like such an idiot when you don't. So uh, if you trash talk and back it up uh, – Congratulations. If you trash talk and don't, you look like a real idiot. So um, I'm not much on trash talking the trash talkers. Let's just see how the game plays out. And well, do Auburn's going to be favored to win. you want to throw out a prediction? Well, okay, I'm going to say that Auburn's going to win the game. And and, and this is why. Uh, it has nothing to do with Nate, style of play, anything other than when I pick games, uh, unless I have a really strong hunch, I don't tend to pick upsets. I'm a talent guy. That's why I like evaluating high school players and talking about the NFL draft. I'm a a talent guy, and Auburn has more good players than Alabama does, and that's why I'm picking Auburn to win the game. They have more good players than than Alabama. And uh, so I'm going to say Auburn wins the game. I'll I'll just say considering that Auburn is undefeated and should be the number one team in the country, considering that and the fact that Alabama is only, I think, seven and six, Considering that Alabama has an excellent chance to win the game for a 14 and 0 team versus a 7 and 6 team, do not rule out Alabama winning this game because they're quite capable of doing it. Well, my worry is Alabama's going to get out to a lead. The crowd's going to be at a fever pitch, um, and Alabama's going to get out to a lead, and then they're not going to be able to sustain it. I mean, just, you know, same, same song, different verse is what I'm worried about. Very possible. I mean, it, it's going to have to be a play well for 40-minute thing. Don't go into one of these. You go through an extended stretch of six and seven minutes and can't score a basket, then Auburn's going to leave you in the dust. Auburn's extremely streaky. So is Alabama. You know, it's it, there's going to be a lot of threes in this game, a lot of threes. Alabama's going to be shooting all night from threes. Auburn's not shy about doing that either. Um, I think it could be high score, and I think it's going to be entertaining 
I think one thing I'll give, I don't like Bruce Pearl. We've talked about this before. I don't like him, but I will give him some levels of credit. And I have said he's an outstanding coach. He really is. Another thing, now Bruce Pearl will take his shots at Alabama to to basically entertain his fan base. And that's fine. He works for Auburn. He, He doesn't work. He doesn't work to, to, to please Alabama fans. I mean, he has an employer, and it's Auburn, and those fans, and he says things that his fans like to hear. So he kind of pokes the bear a little bit at times. But this is what I honestly think about Bruce Pearl. I think Bruce Pearl would love it if Alabama was really good because I think he would enjoy the Alabama-Auburn game being a big thing where it's packed out. Everyone in the state is watching it, and it turns into a version of the football game. Even if Bruce Pearl had to lose once in a while to Alabama because of that, I think he would enjoy it. I think Bruce Pearl is a showman. He's the circus barker. He, he is the, the, the MC. I think Bruce Pearl wants Alabama-Auburn to be a big deal, and it can only be a big deal if Alabama is good enough to beat Auburn every now and then. So. I don't think Bruce Pearl is necessarily a Bama hater. I, I think he would like Alabama to be good so that the, the the rivalry is good and people not just in Alabama but all over the country pay attention and say, hey, that crazy-ass football game uh, in November, now, now they're doing it on the basketball court. I, I, I think Bruce Pearl would like it. Gosh knows we'd love Nate Oates too, you know, so that's kind of oh, how I feel no about question. that. Yeah. We're not pulling our weight right now in basketball. We're not. I mean, in fact, we're not pulling our weight in basketball. We're not pulling our weight uh, in baseball. We're not pulling our weight um, in a lot of sports. I mean, we we need to pick it up a little bit. I mean, there's no doubt. I think we got the right guys in place, but it's hey, time for some turnaround. Oh, I'll say this. Since the day Mark Godfrey got fired, since and, and deservedly so, by the way, at the end especially. I mean, at the end, we did what we had to do with Godfrey, no doubt. But I'm just using that as the jumping off point. From the day we fired Mark Godfrey until today, I will fly out and tell you, Alabama is the worst basketball program in the entire SEC. The worst. And, I'm, and, and you're like, how can you say that? Uh, lack of wins, lack of NCAA tournament appearances. Every single SEC team has been in the tournament more than us since that day. Everyone. We haven't won the SEC. We haven't won the SEC tournament. I don't even think we've been in the SEC tournament final. If we do, is maybe once. I don't remember. Uh, so, I'm just saying, since the no, day we, we, we fired, the final. since the day we fired Mark Godfrey, to the present day, 14 teams in the SEC were the worst, and that's just a fact. Until we face that and decide that we're doing something about it, then that's what we have to carry. Now, I do think we have a good coach now. Uh, we, we have committed to uh, to facilities and paying money, unlike, I mean, I, I think facilities and coaching salaries, Alabama spends money like we're a top 20 program. So how come we're not getting top 20 results? That That's what's on Nate Oates' plate. Yeah, and, and again, I think you and I both are happy with him so far. And, I mean, seven and six isn't necessarily a true reflection of how this team has played. Um, we have played a very difficult schedule. We've caught some bad breaks with injuries. We've caught some bad breaks by playing North Carolina early in the season when they still have Cole Anthony. And now North Carolina doesn't have Cole Anthony, and they can't stick their thumb up their butt. I mean, they're terrible. It's a um, tough job. Clemson beat them but... at home. Yeah. So, I mean, we should, if we had gotten them uh, two weeks after when we played them, we probably beat them because everybody else has. And instead, 
we have to play them when they're good. I mean, that sucks for us. But, you know, you, you take your lumps, and I think that's what we're doing. And I'm like you. I, a lot of people, I, I do have some Auburn friends around here. They're all, yeah, I think y'all going to get the win tomorrow night. And I think it's all just bullshit lip service. I, I think they know Auburn's going to win tomorrow. I think Auburn's <laughs> going to win tomorrow. And I think Auburn should win tomorrow. They're a better team than Alabama. I mean, they've got more good players. Whoever has the most good players should win the game every time, any sport. Now, there's sports um, like softball where, where you can be really average, but if you have the best pitcher, then then you're going to win games, even if your your team doesn't measure up to the other team, but the pitcher, you know, alters things so much. And that, and that sport, basketball's a little bit like that where one player can make a big difference. But I'm just saying, uh, whichever team – has the most good players, that team should win the game unless the coach gets in the way. And uh, Bruce Pearl's a good coach, not a bad coach. He ain't going to get in the way. So, yeah, I suspect Auburn's going to win, but I also think that Alabama can. And if Alabama wins the game, I'm not going to faint. I'm not going to go, oh, my God, or think that we just pulled off the greatest upset in the history of the sport. No, it would be one of the great upsets in Alabama history in the sense they're 14 and 0 and ranked in the top five and we're seven and six and no one's talking about us nationally. It would be a big time upset. It wouldn't be the biggest in school history. We've beaten the number one ranked team before uh, in the past. We've done it in that, in that Coliseum. So I, I wouldn't say it's would be the greatest upset ever, but it would be one of the biggest, uh, no doubt. All right, bud. Well, I've got to get out of here. I'm trying to drive through this damn rainstorm. But um, so I'm, you and I both pick Auburn for tomorrow night if we can't get to a podcast tomorrow somehow, some way. And uh, that's unfortunate. But we'll be back on Thursday. How about too. this? Let's see. Let's do this. Let's Got make this it. promise. Let's make this promise right now. Even though it's a late night game, 8 p.m. tip. If we win, let's do a post game podcast. If we lose, I'm just going to immediate post game. Yeah, immediate. No, yeah, um, even though it's ten o'clock at night, immediate post game podcast. If we win, if we lose, we're just going to bed and getting ready for Missouri on Saturday. I'm in. I'm in. Late, all right. Uh, locked on Bama after dark. I dig it. After. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna use all the all the words we're not supposed to say because it's <laughs> after ten o'clock. We can't help it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like Cinemax. I mean, we might both take our shirts <laughs> off. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right. All right. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.